Welcome boys, girls and everyone in between to the brand new sparkly, gleaming fresh and hot new episode of Spill on Guts podcast with um, the human water bottle, Jack. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, bitch? Oh my God. And you are listening to, um, well, obviously the smartest one between the two <laughs> Obviously. Oh, Luke Bradley. Do you know what? Um, that was that was the best intro because you because like what I don't and understand they, what um what that so means. I don't know what that means. Please but then ex- after I think after it came out of my mouth, I just like I'm just something that's I'm just like I'm perfect to cuddle when you're feeling sick or you're feeling down or a little under the weather or just you need a bit of heat and comfort. I'm the perfect person to snuggle on real tight and hold close near and dear there we go i thought of that in the spot because i don't know why my brain thought of but it did i mean okay that answer was um a lot for me to process and i um (laughs) wasn't quite sure you were actually answering my question until you got to the point about hot water but i was like okay now you've kind of do you not think it was a really good answer? Do you not think that was a really good considering all things considered? Do you not think that was a really good explanation? That's like when someone goes into like an exam and you know they don't understand the question, but bitch, they give it a good whack anyway. I mean, I I hundred percent get what you're saying. I just think <laughs> you think of, you think a lot of yourself. I mean. <laughs> Well, as um, Jesus, a.k.a. RuPaul, once taught me, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get a gay man? Gay man? I mean, I I'm, I agree with you, but, you know, there's a difference between loving yourself and having a ginormous ego. <laughs> My head's big enough <laughs> as it is. This five head can barely fit three doors. Never mind adding a couple more inches on it. I, th- I personally... Hey, listen, Miss Tyra Banks was famously a five-finger forehead, so don't, don't knock it. Yeah, she's got a yeah. big forehead, but... Don't knock it, she's, And she's Tyra Banks, so, That's you know. true. And I can be the other, other, other Tyra... But I think the reason why I'm probably feeling... Just Did you not hear about the other Tyra getting arrested for... Was it like shoplifting or something? Yeah, vandalising, was it not? Yeah, that was it, vandalism, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a bitch. What an absolute bitch. But, you know, that's her career going down the paper. And we just... Say la vie. Me singing the most <laughs> stereotypical ever song ever. But come here, I was saying, I think part of the reason why I'm just acting a bit is delirious because Jack decided that he was going to start going for runs and a jog. And oh, you know right. Miss Thing does not do exercise, <laughs> but Miss Thing, mm-hmm. she's exercising tonight and all that drinking and smoking has really not done a body good, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, why don't you start off with something easy, like like Jane Fonda's famous 80s workout and just do like some step aerobics in your living room? No, I just end up the... watching that for pure sheer enjoyment. Mm. You know um, what I mean? I'm, tra- mm-hmm. I'm trying to get body ready because I do have a nice sunny holiday of Tenerife coming up soon. So what, what, do, what do you think Miss Jane Fonda was doing in the video? Just, you know, just, just a step touch. She was, you know, she whipped so many housewives into shape. Did she really? Yeah. I am a housewife as well, so I could really be doing with a little bit of that. Goodness. Mm-hmm. Can I find this online or do I have to... Um, I mean, I'm assuming, the black market. 
Well, I'm assuming in 2020, someone will have definitely uploaded it to YouTube. If not, somewhere else that's, um, you know, pirated. Yeah. Or um, you should just do a workout video for me. And I can sit and do work out to your videos, bitch. Talk about making should, coint. Or you should do that workout from, um, you know, in uh, Stepford Wives Club, where they do that workout. Yes. It's just like, chugga, 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 chugga. <laughs> and they're doing, like, washing machines. And they're like, whoosh. And just, literally, all, the, all they're doing is, like, just spinning around and, like, making, like, washing machine noises. But, like, they're all hot Bad shot. Shit. And then there's, um, like, cute 50s. See, that, that's the thing, no workout, like whether it's the Jane Fonda video or that Stepford Wives or like American Horror Story, um, 1987, <laughs> I just, I just want, workout looks so much more fun in like the 80s yeah. and stuff and before mobile phones and shit, before I was like, I'm not going to go for that jogging, I'm going to sit here and watch Bacon Pancakes video remixed with Jay-Z and Alicia Keys, the seven hour long version, bitch. I mean, don't I do kind of wish it was like the norm where, like, because in the eighties, everyone who was anyone did like aerobics, and even the guys. Oh, were, why like, were you there? Cro- like cr- no, but evidence, <laughs> historical evidence. You were about forty-five years old <laughs> in the eighties, weren't you, bitch? <laughs> yes, I was, and I time traveled. Yeah, all the time. Um, see, Jack, I am cultured, and it sounds like you're not very cultured. So I, that's how why I know these things. You only know that phone from watching cheesy 80s shit. Don't use at me, bitch. Well, if you let me finish what I was actually saying. Go on. Rather than, um... <laughs> you bored me. Um, I was saying that I wish it was accept- like you know acceptable that everyone was doing aerobics and the guys were wearing crop tops, booty shorts, and it was just the in thing because you could have got so much dick after the aerobics. Yeah, so <laughs> you just want aerobics <laughs> to exist for the sheer fact that you just want men and teeny weeny shorts and crop tops who you can have a shag after. Which, bitch, you're only human. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm getting to the point where like I'm starting to go stir crazy because, you know, it's been since before lockdown. And it's true. Um, it's a while. It's a long yeah. time. <laughs> oh, tears of a sad clown. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like it's going anywhere either because luckily for us in Manchester lockdown has just gotten worse it's so just, just U-turn after U-turn but um aren't we so lucky we are we are lucky indeed and now before we get into this week's um episode um I just want to say you can catch us this week on um the Creepy Crap Podcast indeed. 50th episode which is a celebration of all things gay with the uh, 80s feature, uh, what am I trying to say? Put your teeth in. Length. Uh, shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the 80s classic, The Lucky Horror Picture Show, and we had a little, like, segment piece. We did. In it, and you can, um, you can catch that on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and it's a, re- it's a really fun episode. Not only did we have fun doing it, because obviously we just lost over talking shit about anything, mm-hmm. but it was just really fun to even do that episode, and listen, it's actually a really, really fun episode to listen to. If you love gays, and you love gays' perspective on gay shit, then you'll just love <laughs> that episode. Yeah. 
Yeah, and if you don't love gays or gay shit or um, gays talking about gay shit, then why are you still with them? Because <laughs> <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> what is your beef? There we go. Sorry to scare off anyone that might potentially be listening and heterosexual and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but what we will get into is um, that we're continuing on from our last episode, Back, 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 which we obviously started with the Your Next film, which is one of our personal favourites. And this was the first entry into our Home, inv- home Invasion Haney. I don't think either of us. I don't think either of us can speak today. I mean, what's going on? We're both we're both trying really hard, but we keep tripping well, over. I compared myself to a hot water bottle, so I knew <laughs> from the get go that this was going to be a bumpy ride. Okay, I'm just trying to <laughs> make amends. <with> this. <laughs> let's just try and get through to the end of this film. Yeah, let's and, just um... stop it now before yeah. it gets any worse. <laughs> But yes, the second film of our choice for the Home Invasion Haney segmentation or whatever is the newly released horror film, horror slash home invasion thriller called The Owners that is starring mm. the very own Maisie Williams. It's about a group of friends that find like an easy escaped house of like a dentist and his wife, an old couple, and they are convinced that there is money stored away in a safe in there somewhere. And little do they know that they end up getting themselves in a very, very sticky situation. I mean, it's a classic tale. It's one we've heard before, seen before. Indeed. And this has got its own, I'd say, unique spin. I on, um... also agree. I think it's even <laughs> even the sort of setup and even the sort of synopsis that I just described is very very generic and of course everyone spoiler warning that goes ahead even if by that synopsis I would not blame you for not wanting to watch this film or for not wanting to hear us talk about it because it does sound (laughs) vanilla as fuck but I will be honest there is just more that meets the eye with the owners and I think there's something Mm. about it that's very devilishly charming Something, yeah, something more indeed. I mean, right off the bat, you've got Maisie Williams, and I'm already sold because she... Agreed. Love She's just, yeah, she's just everything and everything. Um, and so, that is that. She's just and that everything. That. The, film, the film ends. End of episode. Bye, guys. <laughs> she is everything and everything. No. And one thing led to another. I burned it down. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's um, it's really weird watching a film because this is a British film, and um, watching like because start starting off is like a you know a shot of like the English countryside, and it's always really weird for me. I don't know why seeing like the English countryside, the hills on like mm-hmm. just a film because you because it's like it's something that's like in our back garden, so to speak, and it's something that we kind of see and maybe not take for, we take, we, no, we take it for granted, we don't kind of really see, well, see enough beauty in it, but like, when yeah. you see it, like, on screen, you're like, oh, damn, we live in, like, a really nice place. And I, the, that's the thing, like, especially with films like this, where it does expose England for being more than just, you know, rough hoodlums and, like, this, like, dodgy street. That when you see all those, like, really lovely countryside shots and there's just something very pleasant about it. And I, I it, it 
straight away off the bat it sets us up for being like a very yeah. British like thriller and a very British like cinematography and just styling the way it looks and it just makes me feels a bit homely or something you know what yeah, I mean? No, yeah 100% and even though like it's 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 British horror and that's always gritty and dark which it was but I, I really kind of no, I really, really liked the vibe, like the location, because like set in mm-hmm. like this kind of English manor in the in the middle of nowhere type thing. Um, so to start off with, it's all got like it's got everything going for it. Yeah, and then it's I did enjoy because as you said, when the film opens after what feels like two minutes of pure silence, I was convinced my TV broke. I was like, <laughs> why is there no sound? What's yeah. going on? I like cranked my TV up to like eighty, and then the sound was like busted the eardrums off me. I was like, shit, bitch. But it was that <laughs> contrast, as you said, of the lovely English meadow. And then it's like, you cut to this, like, dungeon car with, like, three absolute scallies on it. Like, weed <laughs> blaring out the window, chains all the way down to their knees. And I was like, right, okay, I'm here for it. Whatever you're selling me, the bitch has bought it. She's bought the t-shirt and she's renting it off the Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then when you kind of click on then it's it's must be set in either like the late nineties or like start the two thousand like, like early oh, nineties I was Yeah like yeah. I'm 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 here for it even more now I know like the setting in which it's at. And, Agreed. Um, so yeah and it's got also just a really great cast. I think everyone's really great in it. All yep. the characters are are well thought out, you know, and I, I even though you some of them are awful, I kind of liked everyone. So um, yeah, I completely agree. Like I like the fact that even from the get go, the characters that were presented are deliberately unlikable to an extent yeah. that you like how unlikable they are. Like there's nothing yeah. likable about them, but they're so unlikable. You're they're even more of a character. They make you feel something more than let's per se, if, if someone was just supposed to be nice and good, you feel more towards a character, you feel more emotion, whether it be anger or rage, towards a character like that, than you would just any old chickatee just being, you know, really nice and sweet, which, you know, leave that shit at home as boring. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, well, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit this at all, but like, I find myself being like sexually attracted to um, Gaz or Jake Curran, you know, um, he's been in quite a few things and there's just something Hold about him. Hold up a second. Rewind, stop the track. You mm-hmm. have to be kidding me. Why? As in Gaz, <laughs> as in, so we'll just jump, timestamp ahead a little bit. The craziest one out of all of them. Yeah, I mean, girl, I you say, need I'm, to like, go to the doctor. <laughs> like, okay, okay. So it was, it was more like the first half of the movie where it was just kind of like more of like you can tell he's definitely crazy, a hundred percent. But there's just something. I think it's like the Cockney accent and the Cockney attitude and like the kind of like you know. It's when been that was, long that even just any word with the word cock in it is just, just really <laughs> like tantalizing. It's that. No, it's it's probably because he was given off like big dick energy. That's probably what it was. Yeah, BDE, um, big time. Mm-hmm. But I I I often like uh, uh, an unconventional bad boy like, type, not, perhaps. Yeah, well, I'm not always attracted to like the the like the pretty jock or the 
However, the guy, Jake Curran, who played the um, Gaz, he was in that Wrong Turn movie where the prisoners escape out the van. Wrong Turn 4? Wrong Turn yeah. 3? No, that's Wrong Turn yeah. 3. What's a... Let me guess, he yeah. played a prisoner? Played the ginger one, yeah. Of course. He's got one of those faces. He's got a prisoner face. <laughs> He's probably like the loveliest person. He's got person. a sexy prisoner face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you love it. But I do want to um, go back to... We reiterated on the whole like late nineties, early nineties aesthetic. Now the reason why this pleased me throughout the entire film, whether it was the characters sort of dress sense, the the set, whatever, it pleased me because horror films these days, like, it's become like a really bad cliche that all of a sudden no one can get service, or all of a yeah. sudden we live in an age now with these big yeah. phones and somehow they cannot ring the goddamn police. And it or was anyone just, really. Or that's it. They, they, they're beyond useless with their phones. They're just basically like paper mache phones. But yeah, what I, I loved mean, this, about this, this film. This, work, this worked it for like, you know, back in 2005 for wrong terms. You can believe that not a single person could get. You know what I mean? And, and it works for this. In those mountains. Yeah, it, it works. But I mean, it, it, and works yet, like, it, it works for this. Because it's like, and it's so clever yet so simple that I don't understand why more horror movies have not chosen to just set themselves reset themselves back 20 years mm -hmm. so that they're put themselves and like more of an advantage when it comes to technology because instead what we're left with these days really is some really bad field technology cliche that's that almost happens every single time where with this one it's like there's your answer he took he took the brick phone do you know yeah the guy <laughs> took the brick phone to play snake yeah and you're like yeah. can you blame him it's a brilliant game and then you're like, but what about any other phones? And like, well, we smashed it. And you're like, oh, fair, fair play. Jesus, we never would have thought of that. Do you know what I mean? So I think out of all the sort of late 90s, early 90s aesthetic, um, Maisie Williams' costume, obviously, her whole entire outfit, and the fact that telephones are just like not a thing, really, really stimulated my brain. And I don't really know why, but it did, bitch. And do you I get what I'm because... saying? No, I do. Hundred percent. I think it's because we like we both lived in a time where where it was like that, and then when it's like how it is now, so we kind of can see it on both. Yeah, uh, you know, we can sides. appreciate it, and people, yeah, people older can see it even better. So like we appreciate that, and we we kind of we can relate to it still. Mm -hmm. And then it does make it a kind of a lot more scarier elements because you take <clears> these things like like I said, like now it's becoming more and more common that people just can't seem to get a, a, a you know a signal when it when I could pretty much get a signal anywhere like anywhere it's, not, going, it, yeah. it's not even it's not even funny do you know so it's like I can I could call anyone for you know for help whatever <clears throat> yeah whereas when you you go back in the past and it's you know it's the start of like the technology point and people don't when things get like you know the phone took off the phone smashed or whatever they're they're it, worthless like the people yeah, are yeah, vulnerable and then you you know they took the lines out the out the wall, so you definitely can't call anyone. And you know yeah. it, it it just it adds to it because you're kind of like oh shit now what do I do when when mm -hmm. all lines of communication are cut now what can I do? Whereas yeah. if this if this was like you know done now or or you know set now they they'd just be trying to find the whole house trying to find a find a find a phone. exactly. Well, to be fair though, the last apartment that I lived in before this one had no signal, so that would have been a great setup to like murder the absolute shit out of me and my housemate. <laughs> like, would have been perfect. But even again, as you said, you can still have no signal, but you can, if, as long as you're connected to an internet, 
You're still mm-hmm. sweet. Where were these? Poor little chickadees. Poor little British chavs. They didn't know what was coming for them, did they? They thought, you know, they're running around with their little brick knockers <laughs> and their phone and their, like, five gold chains and they you know, take that away from them and they're, they're useless, bitch. They've got nothing. No, they had literally had no idea what was coming for them. But, to be fair, <laughs> they weren't prepared. They went in on a whim that there was some money stashed somewhere. Had no idea they were walking into, you know, a uh, cuckoo-cachoo crazy yeah. old person's Lizzie house. Time. But did you not feel like this film, that nothing happened, yet everything happened at the same time? So, uh, that's a very good point to bring up, because a lot of the times, there's a lot of just exposure that happens, especially within like the first 30 minutes or 40 minutes. That's if it drags out. And a lot of the time, it's just like pointless conversation, and it's very easy to fall out of it. But I yeah. will be honest, and this does not happen very often, especially with a film as such, when you're almost just waiting for everything to happen. Yeah. I was thoroughly engrossed every single step of the way. From really? whether they're just sitting there talking, the the way the conversation was between them um, was like brilliantly written. And then, of course, when they finally break into the house, as you said, all those moments before anything really happens, I was still so engrossed in what these characters had to say, what they were doing, and the sort of consequences of it. And a lot of times I could just zone out and go on my phone. Bitch, there was none of that happening. There was, like, um, genuinely, there was none of that happening. I was just very in it. And I don't know if it's because, like, of the, the sort of, the British quintessential feel of it all, and I was just I was enjoying some of those familiar beats, but I well, I was I was here for it. I I just don't know because like there was there was so many moments that I was here for, but I felt like after everything good that happened or that was really like interesting or fun or like scary or whatever happened, that then it just took a really bizarre turn, mm-hmm. like, and I I felt like. It was trying to be a lot of different things, but all at once. I agree. It, start, it started off one way, but then it kind of ended like just completely like mad, but not like mm-hmm. in a way where I'm like, oh my god, that blew my mind. How it was just like bonkers from start to finish. It just it it kind of felt like the film was split in half, and there were sort of like two. It was like I was watching like an alternative version where it just was like they were like oh we're just gonna go absolutely balls to the wall yeah. mad after after a certain point because I felt like it was gearing up to somewhere but I felt like it it geared up really fast because like so they decide to like case this house they then Maisie's character she just randomly you know joins in because she needs the car that they're all using then they get into the house shit kind of hits the fan a little bit because they realise yeah. that that they need to like wait till the back. Then when they do, I was like, okay, this is when it's start, going to start to get good. And then it was, when they're in the basement and they had the old couple tied up and they were being really weird and freaky. And then it, the the power dynamic shifted from Nathan being the one in charge to then Gaz, because he's like completely mental. I thought, oh, this is where it's going to go. And yeah. then and then Mary, just like out of nowhere, just, <laughs> Mary. just, 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 kills, just kills Gaz. And I was thinking, I'd, I thought it was a waste of opportunity. I thought it went in a direction that I didn't see coming because I thought they were, they were building so, up... This. So how I, is that to me? Uh, for me, sorry to interrupt, but the what you just said is exactly the reason why I took to it so well because it went... It takes these little 
if you think it's going to take a right turn and it does the complete opposite and it takes you and it takes us in a direction that every time we think we know where it's going it takes us completely different to the point where I found myself constantly being tricked into thinking that this film was going to be a certain way and every single time I thought it was going to be that way they fooled me and they like like undercut me and done something completely different that I just every time I, I found myself being pleasantly surprised by how it was able to like trick me into thinking it was going to go down a more conventional route do you know what I mean mm-hmm. I mean what I'm trying to say is because there's plenty of films that do that where I think it's going to go one way and then it completely just flips it and I'm like this is bonkers I love it but for, for me personally I felt like it reached certain highs and then it just like it crashed to a low or a, a real lull and then it would like gear back up again I'm like okay now I'm back on track and then it would just like slow right back down I'm like what are, what are they trying to do here yeah, yeah. Like, it's it was I was getting not all not really that bothered, but I was almost getting just annoyed with it and wanting to be like, right, okay, can we just cut to the chase? Because I felt like it would get really good and then come back down. And then, it, yeah, it was just, there was just some elements that I just found a bit strange. I felt like Gaz's character was killed off a bit too soon. They could have had a bit more, like, fun and frolics with him because he was, he was batshit crazy, but in a different way to, like, the older couple because the older couple were just, like, completely nuts like in yeah they were bonkers, sort of like, like universe and um yeah it just and then then terry started off a certain way because i thought he was going to be like the lovable guy who really gets you know really gets a hard time when he gets killed off but then he just kind of went from being this one sort of kind of character to completely flipping which i yeah, kind yeah. of like which i kind of liked but then i don't i I don't know. I just so found it hard to connect with the film. talk about, like, so Terry's character is one that I actually found probably the most interesting in the film, mm-hmm. just because the way that it was created and the way it was wrote and the way it was directed and obviously the way he portrayed it because we all know him from like This Is England and even in This Is England he almost plays the the same sort of character that Terry starts off as um that really like fun loving goofy you know what I mean just really almost push overish um yeah. to an extent um the and the actors Andrew Ellis who by the way I have met before when I was very very drunk <laughs> one night and when I seen him in it I was like Bitch, I've met you. But anyway, that's neither here nor there nor biscuits. But <laughs> I just, I did like the way he was that, like, almost sort of pushover, really lovable. And it was out of that gang. He was the one that was the most, like, you could get attached to him a lot quicker. Or maybe in some cases, identify with that character the most. That then once the, I felt like the film flips the script a bit. And for me, I felt like Gaz is killed off at the perfect time because he gets so high that I felt like anything after that would have and it was starting to get like a little one note Mm -hmm. his craziness had reached like his highest level of crazy that I found that moment where she smacks him with the sledgehammer to be so satisfying that the film then just completely changes from then and then the character that Terry becomes whilst I don't like the character he becomes Mm-hmm. I actually like that sort of transition because it just made me root more towards Mary, who <laughs> Mary really is just 
that like sweet, you know, that sweet but chavy girl. But then yeah. it needed for Terry to become something else for us to really identify with her or to, to finally start rooting for her. That it comes to a point where towards the end of the film... He does. He's basically a complete one eighty of who he used to be, and who we know how the film started. But we know it's from the past that we learn he has from Mary's twin sister Jane. We know that Mary pushed him there when she rips into him about how the twin sister Jane basically left, and she's missing because of him, because she hated him. She hated being around him, and then obviously with all the loving nutrient that the old couple give him he just I completely understand that 180 flip as to why then you could almost see that turn on to Mary because he's Mm -hmm. so impressionable and he hated being the pushed over one that I found myself just really admiring the way that that character transitioned and they're just a fucking arsehole and I hated him by the end of that loved him by the start and I don't know it's just I, I just thought he was just and of course the actor as well, he's just, every sort of role he's in that's like that, he just does it brilliantly and I was just, whatever he was selling, Miss Jack was buying. I I hear what you're saying and I, I, I do agree, I've kind of come round now, I've kind of flipped on the whole gas thing, but there was... For, <laughs> Classicals, I'll talk to the wee conversation. I think for me, there was just like a lot dumped on my plate. Mm-hmm. There was a, there's, that, there's a I can't lot agree of, with you. There, there's there's a lot of stuff, and it's kind of, it's kind of hard to kind of stick with because it because it does start off a certain way, and then it just seems like every kind of as you kind of go along, there just seems to be more more twists and you know convenient information, mm-hmm. and a, and a bit like right, okay, I'm not quite sure if I follow because then it because then it starts to go a bit weird with the with the whole Terry connection with the twin sister and that she's got a twin sister and she's missing. I'm like, well, that's kind of, well, she's going to come back now because that's kind of conveniently placed. Do you know what I mean? And then I also just didn't get the deal with the old couple. Like they just kind of, they went to a level, which I thought they were like, they were, they were weird and very creepy and very well done. But I, I, I came out of the film not really understanding their intentions or like yeah, what yeah. their what their goal was in all of this or or what their goal is in kind of like life and it that they, those to me were the biggest sort of like question mark I didn't really get them and I really wanted to kind of get them and then to find out that they kind of they they win it just kind of it put a dampener on things for me because you, you know yeah. what I'm like I mean I I'm if if I don't mind like uh, like a sad end or like uh, an end where like where the person or the final girl or whatever or the final people don't you know make it or they don't don't whatever they don't win. I don't mind that when it's done like done well or it's like a big or a big deal or it just or it just fits in with the with the vibe of what's happened. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just this just felt wrong to me. I felt like after everything that that Mary had been through. And a journey in the night to like to literally be in the car about to go and then that's up. Then Terry shoots. I'm like, you, now, now, now you've got things to do. Like, how, and hasn't you were I the most useless bastard on two legs in the whole film, and now 
you and have also what, to do. What pissed me off was that he was injected with the same thing that she was, and he was so before. So he was. In, they were both injected with what was it? They were the limb numbing, limb I'm just paralyzing saying, serum. Or something. Yeah. Uh, but like, so he got injected with that way before Mary did. So then, how how was he able to like just all of a sudden use his limbs and go pat mm-hmm. pat bang bang yeah. in the stomach? I just thought. Come on now, she just can't catch a fucking break. Yeah. Um you and she did so, all right, she did what so, you're... she did so well because when she was when she was really when it escalated to the point where all of a sudden this this old this old couple were like throwing smoke bombs in their house and like had gas masks and hazmat suits and were like ninjas all of a sudden. I was like, where has this come from? These two little biddies just suddenly yeah. just suddenly were now like super superhuman ninjas. When she was like fighting them off and she was like she was really giving it, giving it hell, and she was giving another good wallop. Yeah, she was fighting back, and she was just like, "Come on, like these two tiggle biddies cannot, cannot win." Well, so this is the thing. I completely agree with you in the sense where there's something a bit disjointed about the the whole film. So I like the fact that it takes an unconventional route of trying to obviously escalate into horror um sure. it, it goes about that a completely different way than what we're normally used to and it's it's not your typical like three act structure of towards the end that's when all the madness happens it there's yeah. it's, it can it can be quite clunky and what's happening and sometimes it's distracting when it, it just chooses to all of a sudden switch to like comedy and um, it pulls me out a bit when we have this comedy where um, Terry's like kicking off because he wants to watch the TV and it, it feels disjointed and places yeah. like that where I that's where I feel like that sometimes it feels like about like three different movies rolled into one what I will say though is the thing that I actually admire the most about it just like how unexpectedly cruel the film actually is so whilst yeah. it does hit you with these like comedic beats throughout that towards the more the film goes on, the more the comedy comes into it, that it really pulled the rug under my feet because it got me then used, finally get coming around to getting used to the fact that the film is then becoming somewhat of a comedy or like has like a dark humour to it, that then towards the end, it's that is when it's the most cruel because it just sweep me off my feet again by just doing something I did not think they would do by literally killing off Mary at the hands of Terry and then for it to even end on the note that it does which we have Terry's mum that works there and you know they're just reassuring her that you know he's fine and he's somewhere I just find the whole last 10 minutes so cruel and so like awful but I loved it because I thought like majority of the time Mary's gonna get away and because she's a she's pregnant b we've really 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 grown to attached her but that made me be like yep forget the rules the rules have taught us that she's pregnant we must sympathize that this film will sympathize for her and she will live because ultimately she's the best person in the situation she's a good girl and she's pregnant and for them to literally kill her off and bury the bitch, I was like, <laughs> I was shook. And I was like, you know what? 
props to you, Mama. I really love the fact that they done it. It was like hard to. It was like a tough pull to swallow. I'm like, wait, she's dead. She's just. She's dead. She's gonna. She's pregnant. She's dead. And I, don't, I like I couldn't process it for a bit. But then I was like, that to me was like good horror because while it was amping up that those comedy elements and you have them running around whipping the bitch and giggling and singing these songs her with no teeth which was fucking creepy then comes like the most devastatingly dark part about the entire film and it just left on such a heavy note that like I'll but remember I also, that shit I also, I also feel like they like they revealed a lot and then but, they, but it was like they revealed all this stuff at, towards the end, and then that's it. Like the, it was if it, it was, I, I thought like the entire time that it was like it was trying to be so too many different things all in one, and I felt like there was a bit more of this. I feel like there's a bit more of the story left towards the end that we didn't get to see, or we didn't. There, there, there could have been a few more. Yeah, as you said, you are right in what you're saying. There's a bit. There's a little too many like breadcrumbs left around, and us not get any bread from it. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot I mean, about just, the, the, the kids to that have been missing. Much. Yeah, there was all about the kids that have been missing, and I got what they were saying. Um, but I kind of would have liked some sort of weird moment where we find their bodies, or we would have known what's happened to them. But what I will say is, right? Okay, let me let me just try and explain. I'm gonna just just kind yes. of ge- generalize the plot and you're going to hear how crazy the film sounds and how many different kind of things they try to do. So up the top, so it starts off with um, three friends uh, casing a joint because they find out there's money in it and they want a better life and they know, they know he's a doctor and he wants, you know, they want the jewels, all of it. And they, um, it's just a harmless old couple, right? Yep. So they get Correct. in, goes wrong. Um, Shit gets shit gets real. A couple of people die. You know that the old couple have got something secret stash up their the sleeve, but you don't know what yet. Then, so then then it dies down after an initial heat up, and like two of the main guys are now dead, and then you got you got Terry and Mary, and then you do notice that the couple are a bit more weird, and they're kind of getting more weird, and they're trying to drug them both, and they're trying to keep them there, um, saying oh the ambulance is coming, all that kind of good stuff, and uh, knowing full well they're not. And then it just takes a, a stranger turn because now people's limbs aren't working because they've been given whatever. The two old couple, you can't quite tell if the old, if the old woman, is she, is it dementia? Is it Alzheimer's or is she just like... Crazy. What, 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 yeah, what, what's, go, like, what's going on? And he's like clearly just like, you know, a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Then it c- cuts to, they're all of a sudden like these ninjas trying to gas out the house. Um... You find out that Terry was going out with um, the main girl's twin sister. She got a twin sister, and he uh, he ran her off. But he's no, not she going, went well, missing. Yeah, well, well, whatever, because because well, she <laughs> said that you're right. Well, she's exactly. We don't know what's going on. No, and she went t- missing, and she was angry yeah, but, at yeah, Terry. Yeah, because he said she said, "Oh, he, you know, uh, you you ran her away." Then, um, uh, you're trying to escape, and you find out they had they had uh, Kate. What's she called? Kate. They had Kate all along. She was along. not Jean because she was married. Jane, and the was called Jean. They, they had they had they had Jane all along in prison. They've been stealing girls for years, trying to make more kids. Because I'm assuming the first kid they had they killed. Um, it's just trying to be too many things all in one. 
No, so and see, it, did, I it just didn't. It just didn't. It just. So why you why you describe this? I was derailed like very early on and could never really get the train back on the track. See, while you describe this, I really don't have as much of a problem with it as you do. I see that as like starts off as a robbery film. You think that these two are innocent. You see that even the wife is like, no, 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 don't tell him about the safe. He was willing to let his wife like get cut the fuck up to not get in that safe. And then what happens is once the two main uh, perpetrators are dead. Then they've got full control. Um, obviously, our little Terry's manipulated because his mom is a carer for the old family. She cleans their house. So they are, you know, he's easily manipulated. And then what you find out is that these two have lost their daughter and they keep a scrapbook of all the other missing kids because they're two freaks. And what they've been doing is just like grabbing girls trying to see if they're right, them not being right, and they've killed them, and that's just what they've been doing over and over until they've found ex, um, Mary's twin. They've got her hands on Miss Mary Jane, and of course that's where they then give Terry to her because they, they know that they're like a little love thing. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think, yeah, yes, I get yeah, your point. Yeah, it's, it's a the, lot of Jack, everything. What you, what you just described was uh, a whole hot mess. The plot no, I like is it. the plot is everywhere. It's like it's like a like a soap. Like the plot is all over the place. I just I just couldn't get. I was on board to start, and then it just I was just. It wasn't like it was bad. It was just like eh. I, I think if the whole um if the whole like Mary's twin sister Jane and then Terry thing was kind of just removed from it and that they were just two old crazy bastards that are just looking to find the perfect daughter um, to replace it. I actually think it probably would have, you are right, it's it's not clear enough what's happening. Somewhere along the line, it, it's like, the, I feel like we're in the, the scene where they're throwing gas everywhere. You, you can't yeah. really see what's going on and you yeah, kind of yeah. get a feel for it and every now and again you get whipped in the back by something <laughs> shocking and that's kind of what the whole film is. And I do completely agree with you that they could have just shaved off a couple of layers of story and could have played it a bit more simply because while I've, and I've seen this online, um, a lot of people aren't really liking that they don't understand why the old couple are kind of twisted, that some people were waiting for them to turn into like mad like creatures or do you know they were monsters or underneath yeah. while I, mean, I just I just like the fact you know I'm a good old Michael Myers fangirl I just like the fact that they're just two crazy bastards so yeah, I was, I'm not I'm know, not bothered about that I mean that's not that's not what's bad about it it's it's just that it just felt like it was just trying to do too much and I felt like they missed a lot of of potentially like fun or you know really like creepy shot like stuff to do by having a big, you know, exchange with Terry and Mary about the the missing twin sister. If you would have just axed all that out, and even the, them keeping her at the end, you could have had a lot of cool opportunities to have, you know, more standoffs with the older couple. I mean, they they were they they were. It wasn't as if in the film as well, like they were sort of like this superhuman and they had loads of traps and whatever, they were just, like, they were just mad. So you could, like, they could have easily been overpowered. They just had the upper hand because it was in yeah, their yeah. own home. And then in the mix, they've got, like, uh, then stuff, like, cages start coming down from on the windows. Like, what? Like, these, this couple is mad. And they could have definitely, you know, 
done more in that sort of like final act ish when Terry and Mary was left, they could have done more to like I, they, did... they 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 could have amped it up a bit more. But I cannot deny that I found it so tantalizingly satisfying with that again we love a good kitchen fight scene and while it's nowhere near your necks i really love them beating the shit out of each other with frying pans i just (laughs) found it so entertaining um but yeah right it's that juxtaposition between are they trying to be scary or are they trying to be funny one moment Mm -hmm. miss miss old buddy over there is crushing cockroaches with her hand and i'm like oh my god you're spooky and when she walks and especially that moment which i actually got really creeped out by when he's like, go get it. And he's like, closer, you're getting warmer, you're warmer, piping yes, hot, piping yeah, hot. Yeah. And she's actually just looking for a key. There's like, those moments feel like almost that that's what the film wants to be. And then someone else came in with the script of like a black comedy. And then they went, here's an idea. Why don't we blend <laughs> the two of them together? And it was see what that does. You know, like, so, so you know, if you, like, draw something and you put, like, a tracing paper over the top of, like, another drawing, it felt like they put, like, two tracing, pa- two tracing papers of a drawing together and made it into a film. Like, it was, it was sort of, like, a couple of films overlapped into one but kind of made sense-ish. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was just very strange. I mean, there was nothing, like... It was definitely an unconventional and strange experience. Oh, there 100%. <laughs> I mean, the, I didn't... One. I didn't think it was like it was bad. I just, I, I just wasn't like because I was going into it being like, oh yeah, I'm real hyped, and then it just for me personally, just there was a lot going on, and I think the 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 stuff that I didn't like all was get outweighed what I really liked, and I felt like every time I really got into it, I was taken out of it by by like a point what I thought was a pointless scene or something. Yeah. That I was like, oh, okay, and then to sort of like. For, I felt like it did a lot of this where it would like it would build up to an anticlimax and kind of bring you down to not really anything. It's so like it got it built up right towards the end, and you find out oh the twin was there the whole time, and then oh now it's a cleaning lady, and then fingers in the ground, and they're just doing gardening. Got big hats. Hey hi how how's it going? The mm-hmm. end. I'm like oh okay. So again, it built me up to bring me right back down to nothing again. And that's what I feel like this film did. It brings you right up and pulls you right down to where you're like, okay, now I'm just like, what's this? Like, what uh-huh. is this bit I'm watching now? Yeah, um, it is interesting to hear that because I obviously had a very different reaction, even mm-hmm. towards the end, um, when Terry's mum is, she's just going about and she's cleaning, she just looks like the loveliest woman who I want to know that works at like the chip shop, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. she stands on Terry's earring and your brain tells you she's going to pick that up yes, and, and yeah. be like, he's here. But she doesn't, and that, and she goes outside, and that's what's so cruel. And she hangs up her apron, and you keep thinking, surely they're gonna find her. And then you see the hand on the ground, and kind of what I got was that there's loads of flowers, so that's kind of every time they like bury a kid, they just like put new flowers on top of it, and there they're stood in a whole garden of like high, like tall flowers and grass. So I'm like. There's a lot of kids under there who've been there for a long time. And then, yes, I kind of... It's it's almost a very, like, subdue way to end it. Normally, you kind of go off in a massive bang. While this one kind of hit you with a gut punch and then let that sort of bad feeling fizzle on until the credits. Um, and I don't know, I just really appreciated that, that our brain was like, 
it's Mary. Mary's going to make it. One, because she's pregnant. Two, because she's we've been really written for her. <laughs> Two, there's Terry's earring. Surely the mom's going to pick it up and think, this is strange, and then it will all click. But just none of it just really went that way. And it was bleak. And the bleakness I preferred so much more than any time the owners tried to do like dark comedy or any sort of dark humour. I just much preferred if it had just stuck Dude, the whole film with that level of bleakness, I just, that to me is where it could have excelled. Like, if you're going to be that bitch, be that bitch and commit to being the most cruelest, you know, mm-hmm. person ever. But if you're going to be like a, a dark horror comedy home invasion, then you be that. It's, it's not really two that you can gel together because often those sort of like themes and... I don't know, the way it was supposed to make us feel an emote clashed mm-hmm. and sometimes it wasn't the most I don't know, it just didn't gel that well it wasn't the most pleasurable experience but I can definitely wholeheartedly say it's one that I really really enjoyed mm, It sounds like it <laughs> <laughs> So what would be um, what would be your overall verdict then? What would be your, give it to me mama I mean, my overall was like, there was no, to me, no really like clear direction. So for me, it was kind of hard to stick with at times. And I just wasn't, I wasn't enthused as I thought I'd be. I thought I'd be a lot more into it. And maybe, maybe it's one that kind of like needs a second watch to kind of maybe see things you missed or like just appreciate it after, you know, to actually talk about with someone else. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just... (laughs) It just, it just, it just didn't do it for me. Like I thought it was going to do. And it was just a little bit weak for me. I mean, right. I, I mean, I think when you're coming off the high of your next and then you come down to this and you're like, this is bonkers. I mean, it was like, it was, it was like, it was like, don't breathe meets the visit, but then meets I don't know, um, the collector with all the fucking traps and whatever. And then, <laughs> and then you've got, I don't know, you've got the hazmat suits. And then it just, it was just strange. I mean, I would have liked it if, like, you know, the the, the all breaking up, the, all that good stuff. But then, like, rather than be, rather than it with the whole thing with the twin sister, that if this old couple would, like, just, just such, like, crazy like strict disciplinarians that just took all these like rather than them all getting killed off pretty early took all these kids and like disciplined them in like a just different and awful awful way that would have been quite cool to see like this sort of like victorian-esque like discipline being because like oh you think you can break into our house where little old bit is well think again because here's this Contraption. Weird. Yeah, here's this contraption. Here. Try this on for size. I'm a doctor, bitch, and like I'm gonna. Come off here. I'm <laughs> I was gonna waiting for toes. someone to start pulling someone's teeth out. To be fair, that was a wasted opportunity. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. I thought. I, yeah, I thought he'd do do more like sort of doctor operations on people. So I thought. I don't know. It was just. I think that uh, definitely a lot of missed opportunities with it, and I think. How many it, how many axe wounds does that equal up to then, Mary? It equals to four axe wounds. Four axe wounds out of ten. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. mine's is I just. I, I want to say it on the record though. I didn't think it was bad. It just, it just didn't. 
It gave me it gave me horror movie blue balls for sure. That's fair. That's a fair point. For me, um, it was definitely a flat experience. One that perhaps trying to juggle too many things at once that often um, kind of took away from some of the emphasis on perhaps some of the tension or some of the scarier aspects of the film by them trying to juggle some comedy that I felt was unnecessary or definitely unwanted from myself as a viewer. But what I can say is this was a home invasion horror film in the most unconventional sense that it turned out to be everything that I didn't think it was ever going to be at all. And it, well, that's because it was like 17 films in one, that's why. <laughs> hold up now. Wait a minute. You had your time to slag off Mary. Jack's here to fucking praise the bitch up. At the end of the day, I still thought that it was... I thought it was clever in its own sense. Um, yes, albeit a bit too all over the place, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, I still thought it was an effective and very like visceral and certainly for the end, a very grim horror film that perhaps I think benefited the most from being like quite an unexpected horror movie experience that I know for a fact this sort of film will completely divide people just like it divided ourselves um but Miss Thing I would definitely give this a seven axwins out of ten. Gasp mm-hmm. <laughs> gay gasp yep gasp well that's, that's it I mean I can I can definitely see why I mean I'm not I can't I mean I don't I don't agree it's not my it's not choice, your cup obviously. of tea but, yeah, and you know I, what, I, we and you know, hear... can never keep comparing everything to your next because let me tell you, nothing will ever be your next. <laughs> yeah. Let me make that. If you see a kitchen fight scene, you ain't seen nothing yet until you've seen a kitchen fight scene in your next. And that's why I just had to disconnect myself from whatever expectations that I have from from home invasion horror films because I feel like most of the time they're gonna do the same thing, and most of the time they do with the likes of. He's out there, which, you know, that film that's on Netflix, they just do the same thing over yeah. and over. And I think just what I admired the most is just the owners just went and just danced to the beat of its own drum, even if the beat of it, even if they weren't always in rhythm and not always in time. <laughs> I was like, you know, you're still I mean, doing that, your thing. When it comes to the kitchen scene from Your Next, I mean, it's hands down the best scene in the film. And it's, you know... A favourite scene of ours. However, and there is, I will say this, there is one kitchen fight scene that I think Dang. just just tops that one. Just tops that one. And it's the kitchen scene, fight scene in the film, The Hunt. Now, that oh kitchen my scene God, you're is right. off the chain. And you can't you're tell me right. that. Like that is that is 100%. <laughs> but yeah, that is 100% you're better right. than... Um, How dare I? You're so right. You have never been more right. I have never agreed with you more. That kitchen scene and the haunt is the moment. It is like the best. Right, bitch. Now you're right. Yeah. I mean, oh, that, that, that fight scene is like up there with some like Kill Bill shenanigans. That scene was just, and because it, it was just, it went on it, in the best way possible. It went on for so long. I was like, is this going to end? I don't know. Here for, <laughs> here for every single droplet of it. 
bitch. And what we should do sometime is just do a whole segment on kitchen fight scenes. <laughs> We've got three films now to talk about. Yeah. We'll do we'll do our out top five kitchen scenes. <laughs> yeah, and people will just think it's about cooking or some shit. I was talking about mm-hmm. saucepans. But yeah, that <laughs> is um that is our second segment into our home invasion Hanny. Hanny little group that's going on. Um and if you're listening to Luke and you're a fan of him, don't watch the film. But if you listen <laughs> to me and you're a fan of me, I would suggest you watch the film. Because you just never know. No, do watch it. But if you agree with me, then you don't have to watch it ever again. It's true. But you even said you might watch it again. And I know for a I fact you watched it again. I said what I said. I said what yeah. I said. We've got the receipts. I can, I can uh, flip-flop all I want. I mean... I know you're very good at that. You don't own me. You don't own me, bitch. <laughs> But and listen, you flip-flop all the time, too. You do, I know. And you're very good at it. But what we want to know is we want to hear your suggestions. Please do get in contact with us through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and let us know any little juicy little horror films that you would want us to watch. Any that's home invasion related. Ones that we perhaps haven't talked about. So basically any film other than Scream. Um, I've had a bitch up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or just... Tell us films you want us to watch and review, anything, and everything, you know. Mm, we'll do it. We're good like that, we're greedy. Mm-hmm. Greedy little bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on social media. And in real life. And in real life, follow us in real life too, we're just as good on there. Um, mm-hmm. Drop us a rating on iTunes if that's where you listen to this, babies. We want to know. Yeah, we do. We want everything. We want it all. All up in this bitch. Well, on that note... Deuces! Goodbye.